Kedaf Lamed Zayin, we're starting from the bottom of Lamed Vov Omed Beis. The Gemara had brought that Yosef HaTzadik and Yehuda were both Zoycha uh, because of a Kiddush Hashem they made. Yosef is Mekadosh Hashem Shemayim Betzina. We say with the Maisa of Betifara, and therefore he was Zoycha to an extra hay on his name. We say Yehuda was Mekadosh Hashem Shemayim Befarhesia, therefore his whole name is made up of the Shem Hashem of Yudke Vovke. Early in the Masechti we had said that that was referring to the story of Tamar, when he was Moide Berabim, that he was the one who made her pregnant. Here the Gemara gives a different approach to that Maimon. It's two lines in the bottom of Lamed Vavu and Beis. Yehuda Mai, what's the story with Yehuda? That he was Makadashim Shemaim for Esya. Nisanya, Hayamei Oimer, Kishamdu Yisrael Al Yam. When Klaiyosa was standing by the Yamsuf and they had the Mitzrayim in front of them, and they had the water behind them, and they had the, the animals and the Midbar on all sides of them, they were stuck. So the first version brought in this brisa is definitely not the version you normally learn when you're in first grade. Right, so the first version we have in the brisa is as follows. The Shvatim are fighting with each other. They were fighting who should go first. They all wanted to go first. They all wanted to jump first. He jumped first. Binyamin jumped first. Sounds like the whole Shevet. The Pasuk says in Tilim, Shom binyamin tzoyer rodeim. Now, Pasuk Shad, that Pasuk in Tilim is referring to that from Shevet binyamin will come Shol HaMelech, will be the first rodeim, will be the first melech. But here we're learning it, rodeim, I'll take rodeim, ele red yam. That Benjamin went down to the Yam first. And Vayishari Yehuda Reigmanaisam. The Bnei Yehuda were throwing stones at them. They said, What's this? We're the Malchus. You're not supposed to be the Malchus. We want to go first. Shanema, the Pasuk continues there. Sari Yehuda Ragmosam. And the Fichach, because Benjamin was Moshe Nefesh over here to jump first. Zacha Benjamin at Sadik. Venase Ushpechizin Ligvura. You know that the Kurdish Kadoshim on the, on the borderline between Yehuda Benjamin, the, the Gemara discusses. The base of Migdash ran, and part of the Mizbech was in one, and part of the Mizbech was in the other, but the Kaddish Kadashim was in Shevet Binyamin. And he was Zeichel to that because he was the first one to be Maishu Nefesh and jump into the Yam. Shemar Ubenk Seifav Shachain, between his shoulders, Shachain was Shechen the Kaddish Kadashim. So that's the first version of the story. And according to this version of the story, yes, Shevet Yehuda wanted to jump first, but the Maishu Binyamin didn't. However, the story we're going to go with is Amalari Bihuda, Loikachayamaisa. No, 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 no. Each shaver said, Are you nuts? I'm not going into the yam. You go into the yam. That's the story we always hear in the Medrash. He said, I'll go first. That's what the Pusik says in Hoshea. That Pusik is talking about that we should ignore or we're surrounded. By the Malchus Yisrael, which did have a Zara from the space of Ephraim, and the Yehuda Oid Raid Imkel, but Yeshevit Yehuda is still true to Akarish Pokhu. That's possible, shot in the Pasuk, but we're going to darshan it not. That they did not have the Bitochen to jump into the Yam, but Yehuda was Raid Imkel. He jumped into the water because he still had Bitochen in Akarish Pokhu. So according to this Pasuk, it was Yehuda that went first. But Allah first for Kabbalah, that's also the Pasuk says in Tehillim. The water came up to my to my head. Tavati I'm drowning in the mud of the waters. I can't stand up. And the Pasik says, the Pasik continues, uh, the Pasik a few Psukum later in that same capital Samachtes, Al Al Tishfiteni Shibala Smaim, don't let me get swept away by the flow of the water. Al Tibilani Bimatullah, I shouldn't drown in the depths of the water. So that was Yehuda who jumped in first. 
So but the Gemara finishes the price, and then we'll go back to our point. So everyone's davening. Moshe is davening. Klai is screaming and davening. And Nachshem and Yelav jumps into the water. So Amalek, Hoshpoch, Hoshpoch, Yedidai, Toivim B'yam. Shevet Yehuda, Nachshem and Yelav, etc. Was jumping into the water. They're drowning. And you're davening. What's a davening in help? And the first we explain. Some of the first we explain. Because at that situation, normally when people daven, right, people always give HaKadosh Baruch ideas on how the Hatzalah should happen, right? So definitely nobody had the idea that we're going to go in the Yom. Right? The idea of Mastam, if you're in that situation, you're davening, you should have an escape route through the side. You're davening that you should be able to fight with the Mitzvim. You, you can daven a lot of things. Nobody had in their Havamina, oh, let's split the Yom into 12 roads and we'll go through and pick fruit. That just wasn't on the head. And that's what Gosh Baruch said to them, that my Kavan over here is a different thing. Stop davening because you're davening for the wrong thing. Legamri, I'll take you through the Yom and that'll work. Amalifon of Rabbanashon. Mabiyadi Lase. So Moshe said to Rabbanashon, what should I do? What do you mean, stop davening? Amalai, Dabo B'nei Sovi, so go. You should stick out your arm and you stick onto the staff, onto the sea, and therefore it will split. So because of all of this, says the word, this is all the Brisa, because, of, at least in this version of the Brisa, Yehuda and Aksham and Yadav jumped into the Yom first. So first of all, Hashem, we said, was Hashem Hashem. And also, you got Malchus based on this. Shenemar, the Pasuk says that we say in Halal, Yehuda was Kodshah, he was the Malchus, and Bnei Yisrael were underneath him, he was the Mamshal over them. Why? Because the Pasuk says, and it says so, because he was the one who jumped into the sea, Aksham and Yadav, and therefore the Yom Split and therefore Yehuda was Zeicha to have Malchus. Back to our story on the uh, on, on the brachas and clothes and our grizam and anevel. Tanya, Rilez ben Yaakov Eimer, Yef Shalom Levi Lamata Shekvanemer Lamaila. We have a problem over here. We have a steer in the pesukim. If you look at the pesukim in Parshas Kisavoi, it says Elu Yam the Levarchus Halal Grizim Ravracham Esayid. Then who should be on Har Grizim? Shimon Levi Yehuda Yisachar Yosef Ben Yamin. So those are like we discussed yesterday, the splitting of the various shvatim. Elu Yam the Akal Bar Evel Ruven God Asher Zvul and Devan Aftali. So there's six. There's twelve shvatim. In this case, we're not doing Menashe and Ephraim Sepals. There's twelve shvatim. Six on Har Grizim. Six on Har Evel. That's it. It doesn't say anything in Parshas Kisavai about anybody in the middle on the bottom. It does say, that the Levim are the ones who are supposed to say the Brachas and Klaus, but it does not say anything about anybody in the middle between the two mountains. Whereas when we go to Sefer Yeshua, Perikesi Sefer Yeshua, when they actually did it, then it says, so in the middle between the two mountains was the Aaron and the Koyanim and the Levim in between the mountains. And then we said, as we said yesterday, and half of Klaisel Har Grizim and half of Klaisel on Har Evel. So therefore, we have a stira. All of a sudden over here, we say that there was Levim in the middle. Nowhere in Parshish Kisavai does it say anything about the Levim being in the middle. So says the Gemara, what do we do that? You can't say Levim on the bottom. Okay, it says, so we have a few different shots on how to work this out. One shot is, So it was the Choshev people, the elders of Gehanim Levim, they were on the bottom between the two mountains. But the regular Levim, they were on the mountain. Remember, Levim only can do only can do service in the Mesamigdash between age thirty and fifty. So, if they were in the parish of doing service in the Mesamigdash, then they were in between the mountains. That was like part of the avodah. The rest of the older Levim and the younger Levim were up on the mountain. That's first two pshat. 
Rebbe Oimer, Rebbe says we have a whole nother problem over here. Rebbe says we have a whole nother problem over here. Eilu ve'elu lomate. He says, look at the Pesukim very carefully. In in, in Sefer Yeshua, it says, as we read yesterday, Vachetzer el mul hal grizim, Vachetzer el mul harevel. It doesn't say that they were actually on har grizim and harevel at all. It says they were mul har grizim. They were like next to it of some sort. So, how do you read the Pesukim at all? So, Rebbe says, Enichanami. Rebbe says, Eilu ve'elu matein There was nobody on any of the mountains. Oh, it says, Al har grizim and Al har evil in case of Hold on, we'll read that in a second. But Rabbi says, Everybody was on the bottom. Therefore, you have no kasha b'chlal. Hathchul padem kapi har grizim, paschul bracha, kapi al evil, paschul b'chlala. Regardless of whether the, who was on the mountain and who was not, definitely some people were facing our grizim and said the bracha, when they leviyim, turned to our grizim and said the brachas, and they turned to our evil and said the kolos. And according to Rabbi, what does it mean, al? What does it mean, al har grizim, as it says in Kisavai? Al means besamuch. Al means next to. It does not mean on, it means next to. We have two examples of that. You're supposed to put levoina on the stack of the lechem aponim. Now, does that mean you stack it on there? Or does that put, you mean you put it between the two piles? You don't put it on, you put it in between. How do you know? Maybe actually the Levina is on the Lechem upon him. Kishuayimah, when it talks about the Parechas that separates between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kedoshim, it says, V'sakoisa al ha'orin. It should be a stock on the Aron Abris. Now the Parechas is not on the Aron Abris, the Parechas is next to the Aron Abris. You see that sometimes in Tanakh, when it says the word al, it does not mean on, it means next to. And that's by, says Rebbe, by the Levina, by the Lechma upon him, it was also not on the Lechma upon him, it was next to the Lechma upon him. And when it says that the, the Shvatim were on Hargrizim and on Harivel, it does not mean al, does not mean on. Al means next to it. Actually, according to Rebbe, everybody was on the bottom. Some were closer to Hargrizim, some were closer to Harivel, but everybody was in the middle between the two mountains. We then said in the, in the Mishnah, as we said in the Bryce here, We have an issue over here. If you look carefully back in Pashas Kisavai, so the Psukim say as follows. The Psukim say that they're going to stand for the Brachas and Hargrizim and the Klal and Harevel. And then it says, The Leviim should say, What should the Leviim say? And we just have, Ur, 11 Urs. Or this, or Issa Shayasa Pesel Masecha, or Makla Vavima Besaysa, Vavavimai, or Masig Voreu, or, 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 11 Aurors, and then it finishes off with, Or Shayla Yokum is Divriatar Azois. Nowhere does it say any brachas. In the next parasha, we get into all the other brachas of, of brachas, but connected these 11 or 12 brachas, we don't, clawless, uh, we don't see any bracha at all. Says Gemara, though, but there were brachas because the pasuk says there were brachas on our grizim and klaus on our evil. So how does it work out? As follows: Baruch beklal, baruch beprat. So again, just like the klalus we just learned, there was eleven klalus specifically on certain averis, and then there was a general klala at the end of arasher lo yakim is divriat So parallel to that, on the bracha side, was the same thing. There was a bracha on the klal and a bracha on the prat. Okay, so there was a bracha of someone who was mekayim called the veriaz koyazos, which is the klal, and then there was a bracha on the prat for each of these eleven things. Or actually, as we'll see in the Gemara in a second, this was a generic bracha on each individual mitzvah in the entire Torah. Actually, in some context, so it's bracha bechlal and then bracha beprat, or bechlal and or befrat. And therefore the R's, like we also said, were a general R, and then it's specific R's. 
So that would give us four options. We have a bracha, baruchs, two baruchs, and two oruchs. However, says the Gemara, also what? It doesn't say. In the, in the list here, we hear it says the Klal last. But it sounds like from this Gemara, we start with the Klal first. Then also, the Gemara says, what are you giving a bracha on? You're giving a bracha or a klala. Bracha is for people who keep the mitzvahs, and klala is for people who don't keep the mitzvahs. So what does it mean to keep the mitzvahs? So to be able to keep the mitzvahs properly, you need a few things. You need a few prerequisites. And they are, you need to be able to learn the mitzvah. You need to be able to teach someone how to do the mitzvah, other people. You need to be lishmar. Well, lishmar, the Gemara, the Mepharsh will explain, means to chazer over the halachas and know them well, and then lastly, is to actually do it. So you now have four different types of each bracha and each klala. Because you need a bracha for lilmaid, a bracha for lilamaid, a bracha for lishmar, and a bracha for lasas. And then you need all those on the klal, and then all those on the prat. And then for the ara as well. So it says the Gemara, haray, arba, so that would be four. So lilmaid or lilamaid would be four. So, la'arba va'arba is shmoina. Shmoina v'shmoina, ha'arei sheishasrei. So, you end up with 16 options over here, because you have lumo, lam, lishma, v'lasais, barak b'chalal, barak b'prad, or b'chalal, or b'frad. So, four times four is going to give you 16 general brachas and auras that were said together. Now, again, we're not going into the 11 that we talked about specifically over here by Hargizim and Arevel. Those are not what we're talking about, because we'll see we're not generically talking about Hargizim and Arevel. We're talking about other situations as well, where Kodesh told Moshe Rabbeinu to give these brachas. V'chein besinai, on Harsinai itself as well, there was this idea of a bris between Kodesh Baruch and Kla Yisrael that was based on this <coughs> set of brachas and klalus klalu prat, and Luma Vilami Lishmar Velasis. So you had this sixteen in Harsinai, the Khaim Bahvasmayev, and also Bahvasmayev at the end in Sefer Dvarim. Shenemar Ela Divya Bris Asher Siva Shemismay Shuksiv Ushmartimis Divya Brisa Zaisva Sisma Salamanta Skilus Ashkoltasun. So this was not just by Harsina, obviously when we got to Terah, and it was not just by Avrasmayev, and it was also by Hargrizim. So we have three times this set of brachas and klalas times four times four is going to be repeated. Therefore, says the Gemara, Nimtzah, Mem Ches Brises are called mitzvah mitzvah. Every mitzvah in the Torah, again, ignoring that by our Grisim and our Avil is the only place where we see this 11 being specified. So leave that alone. We're going to say it's generic. So in every mitzvah in the Torah, there's actually 48 brises. You have a bracha b'klal to someone who keeps it, for Lilmoid, and then for Lamid, and then for Lishmar, and then for Lasses. Then a bracha b'bracha b'frat, for each mitzvah in the Torah, al-lilmoid, v'lamoid, lishmar, v'lasais. And then an oror b'chal, if you don't keep that mitzvah, l'lilmoid, v'lamoid, lishmar, v'lasais. And then an oror b'frat, if you don't keep that mitzvah, l'lilmoid, v'lamoid, lishmar, v'lasais. And then three times, har sinai, avris mayav, and har grizam, and har evil. So 48 brisais on every single mitzvah in the Torah. Reb Shivin says, moitzi har grizam, har evil. He says, har grizam, har evil, as we just read, is not called Torah it's only 11, 11 details that, the, that those brachas are going on. And therefore, that's not what happened on Agrizim and Evil, ironically, is not a bris on Kalatara Kula. It's only a bris on certain mitzvahs. V'machnes ayomayin shem midbar. But he says, rather, when Klai Yisrael built the ayomayin, in Sefer Vayikra, when it talks about that Kosh says, but in the beginning of Sefer Vayikra, and he went through the whole, all the halachas, that was itself a third 
repeating of the brachas and clothes. So he agrees it was by Har Sinai, and he agrees it was by Arvashmayev, but instead of counting how Grizim and Arevel, he's counting the oil Mayev when they're making the oil Mayev and they got all the mitzvahs again specifically. He says, well, what's the issue over here? Well, plug to Dani Tanoim. There's a machlekes Tanoim, how you look at these different brachas. The Sani Bishmah Laimer, Klolos Nemer Bissinai, Pratis Paramayev. This is a very important, like, historical approach, which is how did Akash Pohu give us the terror? Did he tell us on Harsinai, we have this in the Gmaran Zvachim in a few places, where on Harsinai he just said, bring Karbonis. But it didn't say, Dine Zrika, Dine Kabbalah, Dine Shrita. It didn't say that. And therefore, at that stage, they can bring Karbonis wherever they want. Only later, when, by, when we got to Parshas Vayikra and the Hakamas Elmoid, then Akash went back and told all the details, which would mean that any bris that was said is actually a combination of what happened by Harsinai and by Elmoid. Because you can only have them together. Because Arsini was a general halachos. And by the Almighty, we got the details. So if, since you can't have a bris without both the general and the details, that would actually be one unit. Which means we can't count the brachas by Harsinai and the brachas by Almighty as two separate ent- entities. They have to be one entity because they're brachas and klolos. Rebbe Kivarber, klolos uprotus nemer Barsinai. No, by Arsini we got it all. We were repeated by Elmoid. And it was repeated a third time by Elmoid. So, therefore, according to him, you could actually count Elmoid separately. Says Marva, and the Chokol Devar Mitzvah Mitzvah, the Bryce continues, every Mitzvah, Shaksuba Tevish, and Nikosola, Arba Mishmana Brisis, like we said, whatever way you want to count the three, whether the three is Sinai, Elmoid, and Arvismoyev, or whether it's going, to, it's going to be including Hagrizim and Arevel, whichever way you want to do it, it was three. Three times 16 is 48. Okay, so far it's easy. He lived seemingly near Akko. He said the same Mishimim. Yes, you had 48 priests, but. But we have a din called Arvus. We have a din called Yisrael Arevim Lezelozet. So not only do I have a bris on that I have to keep the mitzvahs, 48 on each mitzvah. Right, as we said, but I have a bris that every member of Klai Yisrael, I have to make sure that they're keeping their mitzvahs. So, how many brises were there? There were 48 times 603,550, which is, come on, quick, 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 nobody, fine, 28,970,400. Okay, no, I figured it out yesterday, don't worry. Okay, so it's 28 million, so almost 29 million brises. That's not the end, though. I'm a Rebbe. Rebbe comes along and it seems to say very similar to what we just said. Rebbe says that the delivery of Shimon by Yudish Kvaraku, Shaman Bishimon Bishimon, and the Chalkal Mitzvah Mitzvah Shibatar Shanikhsa Arba Mishmana Priestess, every Mitzvah has 48 Priestess, times the Arab of Shoshmeot Elef Shoshis Lafu Cheshmet Chamishim, Nimsa Kolacham Israel, Sheshmeot Elef Shoshis Lafim Chamesh Chamishim. Sounds like he's saying the same thing 48 times 603,550. Maybe now, what's Rebbe adding? Rebbe says, you have a bris on your mitzvahs. You have a bris to make sure he keeps his mitzvahs. And then you also have an arvus on his arvus. So he has to make sure you keep the mitzvahs, and you have to make sure that he's keeping the mitzvah to make sure that you keep the mitzvah. So we take the 28,970,400 times that, times another, times another, and we get trillions of brises that were made over here uh, for all of the Kla Yisrael. Beautiful. Darish Rabbi Yehuda ben Achmeni, mitrogamini de Rav Shemayin Lakish. Kala parsha kulo ni nemer ele benoyef and neyefes. 
He says a whole different shot than what's going on in Hargrizim and Arefel. Pashim shot. We have 11 different Averis over here in Hargrizim and Arefel that we say Oros and Klolos. Whether that's encompassing Kol Terakula, maybe yes, or maybe it's just the specific, fine. But we have a list of things that the Levim are supposed to turn to Hargrizim and Arefel and say these Brachas and Klolos. He says the truth is, all of them are actually referring to Znus and specifically Znus of Ashes Ish. Noyef and Ephes is always referring to Znus of Ashes. There's many other kinds of Arias we have in the Torah, of course, but Noyef and Ephes is always referring, Rashi says over here, to Ashes Ish. How do you know that? Because it says, The first one is that Or the Ish who doesn't have a Rizara. So, but Or is doing a Rizara. Or is not good enough, right? Then you need skila or whatever it is. Or it doesn't sound like it's a strong enough punishment or strong enough reaction to someone who does avodah Ella, you know what? It, and therefore, he says the context of the pasuk has to be twisted a little bit. And it's all referring to ishes ish and eleven different aspects of the results of ishes ish. For instance, the Lord gives one example. Ella zeh balerva, someone who's mazana ishes ish for haylid bed, and they have a mamzer. The moms, you can't get a shidduch. So he goes to live by the Goyim. He just goes off the derech and he goes to live by the Goyim. And he goes and therefore he does have a rizorah. So when it says, it actually is referring to his parents who were Mazana and had a Mamzer, and from that Mamzer ended up being Avarizara. But the actual Avarizara gets much worse than an R. How do you read the other ten? of these Averis related to Noyef and Ephes. Let's go to Rashi. Rashi says, we're very close to the bottom of the Rashi, about 15 lines up in Rashi. Rashi says, He's darsh the other ten mitzvahs, Call Achas Levi Pashta, each one according to the Pshat. And Rashi says, Oisa Shal Arayis. There's a whole bunch of them here that are related to Arayis. Or Sheikh of Meishas Aviv, or Or Sheikh of Machoisi Basavir Basimai. All those can Sheikh of Machoisan Toi Meishas Aviv Ve'Im Ve'Machoisi Kula Meishas Ish. So those are not just Arayis of sister, etc. They're also married people, and therefore they make him a treiru. It's actually a double R in each of these because they're Meishas Ish plus a relative. Fine. Sheikhiv im kol behema. What does it mean, Sheikhiv im behema? How is that Ishis Ish? Ishis Ish also maise behema shemen efes. It doesn't mean to actually mean mazana with the behema in the Pasuk. It means someone who does Ishis Ish, which is an animal like activity. Mikalal avavimai. So one of them is armikalal avimai. What does that have to do with Ishis Ish? Habal Ishis Ish mezalzub avavimai. Shekid the Gedurim Ram Vesam. Right? Definitely someone who's mazana Ishis Ish clearly had a bad chinuch, and therefore is creating bad vibes and bad. People speaking badly about his parents, and therefore it's mekalal of imay. Majger iver mefate majger iver. If you trick of someone who's blind, is mefate ishesish. She sue a bedaver v'anyadeya einish kamo. So he he tells her, don't you know? Don't worry, it's fine. It's a mitzvah. It's this. It's that. And he's tricking her. So that's majger iver. Masigvureyu, he says, or masigvureyu, that's balish al ishtoy. Are you masigvul? That's clear. You're taking away your friend's gvul by by, by being with his wife. 
Makireu b'saser. What is makireu b'saser that you hit somebody? Gormle b'lachas shetomus b'bedikas me'amarim. You're causing his wife to be killed by the mesaita when you mazana with her and you're doing it b'saser means you whisper to her, you convince her that's a good thing. What about lokech sheichad or lokech sheichad lahakris nefesh? That's lokech sheichad. Lies oikif achem manayif for the first law ishes ish for goyim misa. So if you hire like a private investigator, right, on both sides to, to create the situation, so that would be lokech sheichad. Rashi then says, what about or matem mishpat gervi yosum? Rashi says any yodel ledarshe. Rashi says, I'm not sure how you fit the Gervi Yosem into this mess, but that's the way Rashi says it. The Teish Vashans actually says Gervi Yosem makes sense because once people are Mazana, they have children, and they're they usually leave the children unsupervised, and therefore they are like a Gervi Yosem, and therefore that will also lead to this issue. So all 11 of these Klolas and the opposite Brachas, someone who doesn't do them, are all Aishas Ish related. That's how we're in these Pesukim. Tanarabara. Benesatas Abrachal Hagrizim. What does it mean in the passage? If I just tell you where to give the brachas and where to give the klolas, so we already know that hargrizim is the bracha oriented and harevel is the klolas oriented. Why is the term repeated? It's very interesting. Even though the passage only mentions the klolas, and we infer that they're supposed to be brachas, actually, from the fact that the Torah says the bracha word first, you start with the bracha. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean you say all 11 brachas, and then turn and say all 11 klalas? Yochel, you call a brachas, koidmas the klalas? Tamalabi, bracha viklala, lashen yochit. doesn't say brachas viklala, it says bracha viklala. Bracha aches kodemus the klala, vein kola brachas kodemus the klala. So you do one by one. One by one, bracha, the bracha, ver, again, as we just said, it's actually bracha klal, bracha prat, and lilmar v'lamar, lishmar v'lases, it's not clear if that's just what they had in mind, or if the Levim actually said something like that. We don't see that. We actually said it has to be, Veloshan HaKadosh, exactly what the Pasuk says. So it's mashma, that they actually only said the words of the Pasuk, plus the bracha version of it. It's not clear if they actually said the lilmar v'lamar, lishmar v'lases, I'm not 100% clear. And also we have a hekish over here between the bracha and the klala. The klala it says, But the bracha doesn't say. Whether not the bracha is also belevim. Ma klala is bekol rum. We said v'anu means bekol rum. We had learned out. So af bracha is bekol rum. Uma klala belashin kaidish. We learned it out either from chalitza. We learned it out, or we learned from the kimyanenu bekol by harsina that has to be belashin kaidish. So af bracha belashin kaidish. Even though again it doesn't say the nusach of the brachas in the Torah, but we just make up a nusach that's similar. Uma klala beklal frat. The klala we have the prat ones and then the klal ones. Now again, as you pointed out, the psukim actually say the prat first and then the klal. So it seems to be that that's the way, even though the, pot, the Gemara says klal first and then the prat, so I'm not sure. Av bracha, you also say a klal prat. You say on these 11, someone who keeps them, and someone who keeps kol terakula. Umak klal elu belu oinin v'oimim amen. So by the klalas, the pasuk clearly says that they responded, everybody responded amen when the Levim said the klala. Av bracha, when they start with the brachas, elu belu oinin oinin v'oimim amen, that we should have also the brachas first, and uh, we should be gebetched. Ah, good, Shabbos.